Some men do say King Arthur is not dead, but by the will of our Lord Jesus sleeps, yet to awake, deathless and reassure us. And therefore is it that grave where he is laid, this legend hath that still his kingdom keeps. I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Still His Kingdom Keeps, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I cover every single episode of the TV show Merlin, where wizards fall in love with every single person they see, except this episode where princes fall in love with every woman they see. How are you, Chris? I'm doing all right. When you introduced yourself as Jeremy Greer, I almost also introduced myself as Jeremy Greer. So oh. it's one of those days. Uh, how are you? It's opposite day on Still His Kingdom Keeps. I'm Chris Mosier. I like Boston and anime. <laughs> and I like crawfish. There you go. And with those two personality traits in mind, we're going to talk about uh, <laughs> Still His Kingdom Keeps. Last time on Merlin. No, we're not going to do any of that. What we're going to do is thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Uh, they donate money to us every month. They get early copies of this episode. They get exclusive content like our uh, currently we're doing a Lord of the Rings podcast. And they also get content early. So on our YouTube channel, we just added a video of a of a video game series we're doing. Chris, we're going to we're going to play through Mass Effect, the video yeah. game series. We're going to play. Ex- we're going to play through Mass Effect as uh, it's cast cast effect for us. If you know, yes. you know. If you know, you know. Um, and yeah, if you have in- introduced an interest in, in that or us or Mass Effect, then, then check it out. Yeah. YouTube.com slash Monster of the Week podcast for fun, for all of that business. There's one episode up as of this recording. We're going to get some more up soon, hopefully. Chris, what has been happening in Merlin? Well, let me tell you. Last time on Merlin, Merlin murdered his first guy. Oh, While no. murdering a guy is definitely not good, this particular <laughs> murdered guy happened to be a dark wizard who put bugs in Morgana's ear. Pretty freaky stuff. He also tried to steal Gaius's job and piss in Uther's bedchambers, so he definitely had it coming. But while all that's happening, we learned just a little bit more about the kingdom 
shaping events of 20 years ago and about Gaius's resolve to not let the past repeat itself. That's correct. Uh, we are covering Merlin season one, episode seven, the gates of Avalon originally aired on November 1st, 2008 written by Ben Van Stone and directed by Jeremy Webb. Arthur's chivalry leads to danger when he comes to the rescue of Sophia, a damsel in distress and her father, Alfred. When Sophia uses more than just her feminine charms to take control of Arthur's heart, Merlin's suspicions are aroused. Who are this mysterious pair and what do they want with Arthur? I don't know why. Word choice, word choice is very important. And and a a good, a good writer is deliberate. (laughs) He's very deliberate in the the word choice. Uh, This is the midpoint of season one. Uh, We're almost halfway done with, with Merlin season one, which is crazy because it goes so quickly when there's only 12 episodes uh, or 13 in this case. Uh, This is the first time that I feel like Merlin has really leaned into some, some kind of goofy and great, uh, makeup and special effects like we've mm-hmm. had some stuff right like we've had some stuff uh, and it's been some of it has been goofy some of it's been great but we, we kind of it's all been charming uh, when we reveal that the seed are there in the lake and we see their weird little blue faces and they're like tiny little fairy creatures I I just love it so much Chris like I it's just so good to me I, I just it's I, pretty st- terrific it's terrific stuff it really is, right? Like I thought I would like not like this as much coming off of um modern day stuff, but I'll tell you, I've been watching Moon Knight, which is, you know, Marvel's latest billion dollar mm. blah 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 blah. And that's that show has some of the worst fucking CGI I've ever seen in my yeah. entire life. So this is better. <laughs> that's my sometimes official opinion. It just sometimes you just you just can't be you just can't beat it. You just can't beat Merlin sometimes. It's true. Uh uh we start this episode off. With uh, a little float, a little floating action, a little swimmy, swimmy, swim, good time. Um, Arthur, we see Arthur. He's floating underwater. There's this, almost this, this heavenly white light behind him. So we don't really know what the context is. Is he? Is there something magical happening here? We don't know. Uh, and then we see a woman looking down on him. And it's like, oh, is he, you know, what, what's going on here? And then suddenly Arthur begins to sink. And, and the music kind of shifts with that. And it's getting darker as he's actually now we realize he's not floating in some some heavenly light. He's literally sinking in water. Um, and, and then Morgana wakes up. And we realize this was her dream. This is her nightmare. Uh, and she's pretty worried about it. She's a little stressed. This is not the first time we've seen Morgana wake up all stressed with some weird dreams. Uh, yeah. So something is going no on. No bugs in her ears this time, thankfully. Thank God. Um we jump to Arthur after the intro, who is hunting in the woods with a crossbow. And as he's about to lie, line up a shot, uh, who else but our favorite beard wizard, Merlin, comes and knocks, just knocks him over, basically. It's just so reckless. It's just so dangerous. I don't know what, it, what is... Some, Merlin, <laughs> I just feel like he does it on purpose. There's no evidence to suggest that he does. But that's my, that my intuition says Merlin kind of just does it on purpose. Honestly, it throughout this episode, you really get the impression that he that Merlin just likes getting into trouble. Like yeah. at, at the end of he the episode, seems like he, he, he's he like, he likes, he likes being punished. He, he courts it, Chris, he courts it. Like he's, yeah. he's just really excited when anybody punishes him. He thinks it's hysterical. Like I got one over on them. Like he doesn't understand it's... what's going on. <laughs> it, Merlin acts as if he like is immune to, to death and danger. Like, like none of this stuff can hurt him. But it does hurt him. He does have magic. That's correct. But he's not like invincible. He's not Superman. 
Do you? But he acts as if like, oh, I'm gonna get thrown in the stocks, and it's and it's just funny because they can't hurt me, you know. But it's like, but Merlin, at any point, Uther could just have your head cut off. Yeah, or you could die from being allergic to tomatoes. Like that's yeah. a, that's a thing that could happen if he were in medieval times, and you were a special boy with magic, and a dragon told you that your destiny lied with King Arthur, who is now currently a prince. If that happened to me, I I would probably I would live my life like I was on the set of Jackass one two three and four. Like Certainly. I mean, like I'm Certainly. I'm I'm blessed by destiny. Like the dragon told me, like I am just going to do the most stupidest stunts ever. I'm gonna yeah, get ain't no ain't no tomato gonna kill me. Fuck no! I'm gonna jump in the and I'm just gonna like roll into Arthur as he's cocking back a fucking crossbow. Yeah, like no who cares? MBD. Who cares? It's just bants. I'm it's, doing a bit. It's my a whole bit, my whole guys. thing is a bit because I got destiny on my side. Yeah, that's what it, that's really what it feels like. Is Mer- Merlin is just living his life. If it's, as if it's his own personal bit and he's just chuckling to himself as he gets off a good one with that nobody else understands yeah. Yeah. maybe there's there maybe there's a sort of a fourth wall breaking layer to the show and it's merlin it's, it's merlin, merlin knows he's he's the main character and he acts like it um but anywho arthur fire misfires and and then they hear a woman out off in the woods yelling for help um they give each other a look and arthur rushes in to help uh, and and we realize that there's a woman and her. We'll find out her her father uh, are being inta- attacked by brigands. I insisted on calling them brigands. <gasps> they are in fact bandits. I don't know what the difference is, but in my notes, I insisted on calling them brigands, which I did spell wrong at least Chris, twice. I'm going um, to I'm going to control F my document of notes right now. I'm going to type in the word brigand mm-hmm. four times. It appeared in my four document. Times. They feel like they just they, felt like brigands. They just felt like brigands. I've got hundred percent agreed. They, they definitely called them bandits. In fact, there's w- the one guy who is uncredited, but the one guy that has a speaking role in all of the bandits is credited as bandit. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, but he doesn't brigands. give off ba- bandit vibes. He it's gives brigand, brigand vibes. vibes. Absolutely. Agreed. 100% Don't ask me to define the two. I'm just saying how I feel. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. If you if you know, you know. Yeah. Um, Arthur rushes in, and they just starts fucking killing people, dude. Dude, Arthur does not ask questions. He sees a lady in fancy clothes, an older gentleman in fancy clothes, and then he immediately, Arthur knows. If you know, you know. He immediately identifies all these as brigands and just murders mm-hmm. them. Less mm-hmm. brigands in the world is more Arthurs in the world. Yeah, as far his, as Arthur his brigand, brig, 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 I can't even say it anymore. His brigand radar is going nuts. Oh, absolutely. And you know, Camelot has a zero tolerance policy on magic, but Arthur has a zero tolerance policy on brigands Brigands, so they were instantly executed they were it was it that was it and there's okay he's like he like stabs a guy or like cuts him or something Mm. he kill he fucking kills him uh and then later i I, in the fight because the fight does indeed ensue i see arthur like punch a guy and knock him out or whatever and i go oh no okay he's not killing him (laughs) he's just fighting him off and then he does a fucking twirly spin and suddenly he's shoving his sword up through a dude's rib cage you go oh no all right okay he's definitely he's definitely He's definitely killing them. And, Mer- and Merlin, Merlin does, a, does a cheeky little spell halfway through and drops a giant tree branch on a couple of guys, snaps a neck. Merlin killed a guy last episode, so he's sort of like, he's, 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 he's hungry got, for blood. He's you know got, what his, I mean? got his he's blood up. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think we should keep a count. I don't know that we'll be able to do this because you and I forget that we say things on the podcast when we say them. But uh, this is the second person that Merlin killed. And I kind of feel like we should try to keep track. Like, cause that dude's definitely dead. You, you don't drop a okay. eight foot log on somebody and have them like walk away from that. Um, especially if you're a brigand, cause brigands have no insurance policy at this point in their lives. No. What is he going to do? Broken. <laughs> he's not going to go to Gaius. Merlin's <laughs> going to be like, no, that's, I dropped a tree on that guy. You don't, don't heal him. Maybe that's why Arthur hates uh, brigands so much because they keep trying to unionize and ask for better wages. Oh, and yeah. Insurance. yeah. And this is, they, they, keep the workers down that's what that's 
what Mer- uh, Cam Lutz we're, all about. We're, we're in scene four, Chris. We got to get past this. We got we, we got we we hit linger up against okay. this law. So they save the <laughs> one last guy flees. He runs off. Uh, Merlin's talking shit as he runs, and Arthur's like, "Dude, you didn't even fucking do anything." Um, and then Sophia, the woman that he saved, she introduces herself. Um, uh, thank you so much. Uh, and she immediately char- charms Arthur. He's quite smitten with her. Oh yeah. Uh, no, and the next thing that we see, they are they are in Uther's court. Um, being introduced, Alfric is the heir to Talimar or something like that. Whatever the fuck, doesn't um, matter. Whatever, they're all introduced to him. Their home was under attack by raiders, not brigands, but raiders, uh, and they were forced to flee. They were traveling west to their family, um, and Uther's like, oh, you're nobles? Okay, sweet. And you, why don't you stay here and rest for us? Stay a couple days. You don't need to rush off. Whatever. Um, Uther, my favorite part of this whole exchange is how looking for comp- company. Just I'm so yeah. desperate for somebody to talk to, <laughs> and you're old enough to talk to me. Finally, see me, see me. When I was watching this scene, uh, Uther looked like he was half drowsing for part of this, and it was just a, like a look that Anthony Head gave, where his eyes like fluttered closed for a second, and I was like, Uther's fighting tooth and nail to stay awake right now. <laughs> He's so fucking disinterested. He just doesn't give a shit about anything. Just anything. Does not care. It's like. He's a person who can only like like he's watching TV. That's the real world to him. Like he can't he can never quite touch it. He's on a different realm of existence. Um, but uh, from here, you know, he invites them to stay. Yeah. And uh, and again, Sophia catches Arthur's eye. And we jump into Arthur's room where uh, Merlin and Arthur has this uh, incredibly cute conversation because they are now transported into the bodies of high school students. Um, and there's this. I dude, it's so funny. There's just like. <sighs> They're just being, they're just being boys, you know. They're just being like young pals. They're just being young pals. Like it's not even um, like sexualized in nature, right? Like it's not the bad boy DMs or anything. Like because they're not talking no, about no, it that no. way. She, and and you know because Merlin is like, hey, do you want me to put her in the room next to yours? And and, and Arthur's like, absolutely not. I am. I am being, I have nothing but most honorable intentions. And, and Merlin's but like, but if you have honorable intentions, why can't she be in the room next to you? <laughs> like, it's not it's like, like, that's a great idea, Merlin. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's, it's, you know, I guess, you know, cheeky boys being boys, but in, in a much more innocent way than that term is generally used. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's just kids being kids. It's like, oh, you have a crush on so-and-so. Oh, well, you don't want to come out and say it, but let me tease you about it a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's all, it's all just funny. Morgana, meanwhile, uh, sees uh, Sophia in the hall and immediately runs to Gaius. Um, I found this scene really weird, and I could be misreading this. I, I'm not. I, and, and look, feel free to flame me, guys, or whatever. Like I don't, I don't. But like, it's just the way that I saw it. Because the joke in this is that Gaius is so distracted that his his bench is on fire behind him, and Morgana has to tell him, and then they have to put out. Uh, but I feel like. And Chris, I'm wondering if you caught this too. Did you get the impression that Gaius was just like really hard checking Morgana out like several times during this conversation? Like, I, I think I think you're projecting. Um, I'm not. No, projecting. you know, I no, think like, I think sh- th- I do. No, you, you're you're not crazy on this one. Okay. Um, I think what he's doing though is is trying to like talk around the issue and like he. Uh, He's trying to ignore what she's saying because he knows what it is and he knows how serious it is and he doesn't want her to acknowledge it. So I think he's acting a little bit different in in a way that kind of comes off as just like, what what are you doing, man? Okay, okay. So you don't think that there's anything... That's my interpretation of it because unless the actor is just checking her out, I don't think there's any reason for guys to be doing that. So um, he does call her 
favorite patient, though. No, I'm but, telling um, you. No, he's been taking um, care of her since she was a child. I just want to believe that Gaius is wholesome. Sure. Um, the problem, but though, because is, is, he's is, trying to deflect. He's trying to deflect from from the seriousness of what she's telling him. Because he, she tells her, she tells him about her dream, and Gaius immediately is like, "You're wrong. Just your mind playing tricks. Here's more drugs. Don't worry about it. You're you're just crazy. Like it just feels really, yeah. really bad. Like the way they treat. Listen, you're Morgana. just fucking insane. Okay. Yeah. You're insane. And this, you're and this, crazy. You're insane, and you shouldn't trust yourself. And as a warning, yourself. like take this. Th- th- this is going to get worse. <laughs> and I've really, it's yeah. one of the one of the worst things about Merlin, in my opinion. And it's, and it, it will go a bunch it's, of different directions. I mean, but like, they're, they're she's being gaslit, and it's not without consequence. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. But he gives her more drugs and tells her, "Hey, don't don't tell Uther, because uh, of course she he suspects her of having some sort of magic. We kind of already know that she has some magic, and that magic is her diary that she writes in every single night. Very magical. Um." We go to the forest where the last brigand is waiting on. Uh, I couldn't. I could never pronounce this dude's name. Alfric, I guess. Uh, Alfric. Alfric. Uh, to pay him. There's a guy in Skyrim named Alfric. I think. Okay. Which made it easy to remember. Yeah, good deal. Uh, and instead of paying him, Alfric just shoots him with the magic staff. Um, yeah, I hate that. Oh God, I hate that. Um, not being shot with the magic staff. I hate when a brigand gives me lip and I have to shoot him. And with you the have magic to shoot staff. him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is why this is why their union organizations never take off. Yeah. Uh, the next morning, uh, <laughs> Arthur asks him, "What you don't like the brigand union idea? Come on, dude! It's <laughs> no, from I, the headlines. I, I, I can tell you, Arthur doesn't like it. Uther doesn't like it. <laughs> I can tell you, Uther doesn't like it. Uther is is <laughs> unions are anathema, just like magic and yeah. Camelot. It's, yeah, it's number two right after right after magic. It's unions." Um, the next morning, Arthur asked Merlin to do him a favor. Uh, they're supposed to be, he's supposed to be out with the guards, um, doing some princely duty stuff, but he wants to sneak off with his, uh, soon to be GF. And Merlin is like, Hey dude, you need to, I can't cover for you. I'm the worst liar in the, like, I just wear like, everything yeah. on my face. Like you can't. Also, your dad told me that he, he recognizes me and that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And your dad's starting to like know who I am. And I do not like that. I do not like that at all. <laughs> he keeps. <laughs> He caught me. He caught me distributing like some some pamphlets to the other servants, and he didn't really like that at all. <sighs> he didn't know that they were pamphlets full of pranks. He thought it was some sort of a a party situation, or, you know, a, a union situation. Yes, but it was just, just my pranks. book of pranks, Uther. Yeah, it was just pranks, <laughs> Uther. Don't worry about it. Um, Merlin would the have the biggest like a- prank being actually. So that's that's the thing that you know he he passes he passes around these these union. Uh, pamphlets uh-huh. to all the other servants and everybody is like oh this is great but like you shouldn't be handing this out if Uther finds out and and, and uh, Merlin would just kind of tap his forehead knowingly like mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. take a look and the prank is that he that it looks like it's it's a pamphlet for the union but really it's just a book of pranks it's just a book of pranks or like there's the just prank is that it's pranks every fourth word instead of um, union he's replaced it with hunks <laughs> We need to yeah, we need exactly. to form a, a group of workers and demand yeah. Huck's rights. <laughs> Everybody fucking hates this guy. Everybody um, hates Merlin, man. Anywho. Uh, uh so so Arthur asks Merlin to do him this favor to lie. Uh Merlin is reluctant. Arthur really turns on the charm and then there's some very cute scenes between the two of them. Um and eventually Merlin breaks down. It's like, okay, fine, I'll do it. Uh Meanwhile, Arthur says he'd be his friend for life if he comes. Friend for life, dude. Friend Listen for life, that. dude. Friend for life. That's 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 a pretty significant upgrade for to for, Mer- for Merlin. Man servant to friend for life. Yeah. I'll take that upgrade. I mean, the only the only other place you can go higher than that is Free Man of Camelot, and that's already free, taken. Yeah, Free <laughs> Man of Camelot. <laughs> there can only be one of those. Those are the Gaius. only two. <laughs> 
Because king and you know you can't be king. Can't Best be king. Can't, Not gonna can't let you be prince. prince. Yeah, yeah. We, we've got. Morgana uh, sort of occupies the princess situation. So Merlin's like, I'm eyeing for the spot of queen. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't. He hasn't totally figured it all out. He hasn't yet. figured out how this all works yet. But he's like, but he knows. He has I don't to charm know. Uther. That's what step one I'm is. Not, charm I'm not Uther. totally sure what happened, but we don't know how to do podcasts anymore. What um, happened to us? We used to be able to stay on topic at least a little bit before going into yeah. our own crazy wor- AU okay. of Merlin stuff. Yeah. Okay, so that all happens, and then we see Morgana uh, and Gwen, and they're they're looking out of Morgana's window, and they're watching Arthur and Sophia ride away. They're riding very fast. This is what I would call a gallop. I don't know if we can get a check on that. It looks like they're moving quite swiftly on those on horseback along those cobblestones. Yeah. Um, and I just think if you're going out for a jaunt in the forest, maybe you don't need to go it at a full fucking run. You no, know what I mean? No. Um, but he is sneaking out, so it is what it is. Um, but Morgana, we see, has confided in Gwen about her nightmares. And we, she did have another nightmare at some point, which we kind of glossed over. But um, she confides in, in Gwen about what's happening. And Gwen says, you can't tell Uther because that dude fucking hates magic. Probably more than he loves Morgana. Uh, I thought, I thought, she, I thought Gwen said like go to Uther, and Morgana was like, absolutely oh yeah, 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 absolutely That's absolutely correct. And she, and she decides she's like, I'm gonna stop her myself. I don't trust her. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, Uther comes in looking for Arthur, only to find Merlin, who kind of stammers out this excuse that uh, he neglected to tell Arthur he was supposed to show up today, uh, and. And Uther is is beyond furious at this nameless servant that's in front of him. Um, this 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 beige area with He's points. Like, I know you from somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I think you may have saved my family. I don't know. Just shut up, please. Uh, yeah. Says Uther. And um, we smash cut from Merlin kind of saying like, oh, this was my mistake. Uh, can you just forgive me to Merlin in the stocks getting pelted by vegetables? He says, again. Uther says, if this were a type of war, I'd have you flogged. And but and Merlin is like, oh, but it's not. So we can overlook it just this once. Hard cut to Merlin in the stocks. I love it. Pelted by tomatoes. Or Absolutely. Potatoes, whatever he says it is. Fucking pelted. I literally laughed out loud at the hard cut. It was, was so good. fucking this funny. This was funny. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Sophie, Sophia and Arthur are walking in the woods and she takes his hands and she begins to like talk in this spell and you can see that his eyes are like kind of going a little dim and uh, all of a sudden they're interrupted by some noises and a crossbow bolt uh, comes their way at high speed and he has to pull them out of the way to save her. Uh, and we, th- I he's thought ready, it- he's ready for more brigand blood. Dude. He's right, dude. His blood is up. He's Imagine ragging. his disappointment when he realizes that it's Camelot guards. When it's when it's his own friends <laughs> that trying to <laughs> shoot just, him. We just hear a dude from the woods go, "Sorry," <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "You shot a crossbow at my face. What do you mean you're sorry?" Like, you can't just apologize for that. Into the hey, stocks, sorry. and he's like, "Merlin's already oh. getting pelted by vegetables." Okay, I can't. My bad. <laughs> Yo, sorry, Prince. My bad. <laughs> we cool are they good bro <laughs> um and anyway he goes back uh the the he, he goes back to sophia and he tells her hey um the guards are actually out looking for those quote-unquote bandits you and i both know they're brigands they're brigands yeah. um and he says maybe maybe we should maybe we should go back maybe this isn't necessarily the safest place to be um and he goes to pick up her staff and she gets real weird about it yeah kind of our not our first clue that something weird is going on over here but definitely like the first confirmation that something weird is going on with these two uh 
Merlin shows back up at the lab covered in veg and then tells Gaius that uh, Arthur is besotted with Sophie. So Gaius takes it upon himself dude, to... Dude, Merlin walks in and, and Gaius goes, have you been playing with your food again? <laughs> Fucking unreal. Roasted. Dude. Absolutely guy's roasted. birds are literally unreal. Dude, I mean, he learned from the best. Like, he just goes down there and just roast with the dragon, like, on a, on a constant... Like, just every night, right? right? Like, they're just practicing their insults he, to one he, another. He learned roasting from the finest, literally. <laughs> <laughs> the dragon's like is your hairline in a race because if it is it's going backwards holy uh, shit damn. Um, but yeah he says uh yeah he, he explains to guys that he had to cover so that arthur could go hang out with sophia um talking about love at first sight and all that shit um but yeah we know we know that that what morgana told gaius has been weighing on him because obviously he is aware that she's having real you know prophetic dreams um so we have to go see we have to see some snooping guys is gonna go do some snooping yep so Gaius, the guys puts on his sneaking boots goes over to the castle sneaks into their room finds the staff starts looking at all of the writing on it which is in this weird language it gets busted by um alfred i had a nickel for every time somebody got busted snooping in this show man <laughs> you have four nickels but it's weird it I've, four I've had of at least I've, I've at least 20 20 25 cents by now um he gets busted uh the guy kicks him out but in the process reveals himself because he gets a little heated and his eyes yeah. flash red whoa whoa sith lord uh-oh uh um arthur and sophia make it back to the castle she gives him a little smooch goodbye uh everybody likes kissy kissy noises into the microphone uh Oh, dude, I we I, I had a real serious question at this point. Oh, because, um, you know, pull pull the camera back a little bit. Like, that's a wizard. Like, she's like a like she looks like a warlock straight. Like they heard her dad have magic staffs. Yes. you. That's not like, oh, we're rich. So we carry around staffs with blue magic orbs. And like those are those are mages. Yeah. staffs i've we, played enough video games we, we both just got this item in elden ring just recently like, that's we a both, fucking magic yeah. staff that's that is a walking stick glintstone staff absolutely you point it at the clouds and fucking lightning comes out of it okay like that's a magic staff 100 um uh-huh. but anyway we're just going to ignore it we're just going to ignore it people we're going to let them run around like that i i just think with the with the prejudice mm-hmm. that uther is equipped with that he would call those out immediately. Here, That's all I'm saying. Here's the problem with Uther, just in general. He's a fucking idiot. That's that's <laughs> kind of kind of a huge. He's idiot. kind of I'm a pretty huge sure he was, fucking he was idiot. Half asleep through through yeah, most of their. Conversation. I would be I would be shocked if you if he would if you would be like, hey, oh, what did you think about their staffs? That looked kind of like some magic shit. Uther would be like, who are you talking about? Is there anybody else in this room? I don't. Has anybody? Where am I? Says Uther. I have no idea where I am right now. He wakes up from from startled from a dream yes. at. Five or six times per conversation. <laughs> Uther is like Gandalf. He can sleep with his eyes open. So yeah. like he's just pretends to be awake during these phone calls, during these events that he does. Uh, Sof- Sophia smooches uh, Arthur, runs to the castle, runs into Morgana, and they have kind of this like uh, snipe fest where uh, Sophia conf- accuses her of being jealous um, and says she's you know making making herself out to be a fool. Morgana says, oh, "I'm gonna I'm gonna get you if and if it's the last thing I do." Ha ha ha! Um, and then they they leave. Yeah. All right. Um, then Sophia goes back to her room, um, and she's all she's pissed off. She's all like outraged at that that somebody as weak as Arthur saved her from whatever the hell was happening out there today, um, and. 
her father, Ulfric, assures her that she's not going to have to put up with this farce much longer. And we learn that once Arthur's heart belongs to her, the gates of Avalon will be open and then they can regain their true forms. That's a lot. That's a lore dump. Um, but he, he says, hey, well, we, we got to hurry, though, because I found an old man stupid in my room. Uh, and she's like, yeah, Morgana was giving me lip, too. So we got to finish this up. We're going to finish it up tomorrow. She also mentions that they're going to uh, regain that they're they're stuck in this mortal body. So like we we don't know what these things are yet. Like right, like we have no yeah. idea what they are, but some shit is about to go down. Um, next we go to Arthur and Morgana in Arthur's room, and boy, do I hate this scene a whole lot, Chris, because Morgana is doing her her goddamnness to warn Arthur away from this just you know random woman that has appeared and has stolen his heart and the only thing that arthur does is laugh at her and accuse her of being like way too into him um, yeah um and it's this really, is it's really hard this is to watch something <laughs> that is super annoying that they do with arthur mm-hmm. where they reset his character constantly because in what like the first or fucking second episode whatever it was when merlin goes man to man with him and is like, I don't care that I'm a servant. I have something really important and I'm, and I'm risking it all to tell you this. He's able to look at the person beyond the the station and look at the person and say, okay, I'm going to take your word for it. I believe you. Um, and I think that he would owe and would give that same respect to Morgana given the situation. Of course, he's a young man in love who thinks he's in love. He's already starting to be bewitched a little bit, so that is, of course, affecting him in some way. Um, but it is it is a shame that he sort of just dismisses her like that because we've seen others break through it. But I get that's not part of the episode. That's not what the plot of yeah. this is. You know, it's she. The, the point of it isn't that he's dismissing her necessarily. I guess the point is that she can't tell him why yeah. she is so worried, and that's the that's the trouble. Um, but he, yeah, he's a jerk. So she, she gets pissed. Well, and she, and in this, in this scene, she actually does tell him why. Like she finally like gets the courage to tell him about the dreams. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And he, and he d- dismisses it as lies and says, "You're just making all that up because you're into me." And she's like, "Less and less by the moment, my friend," uh, which yeah. is a good yeah. response to that. But yeah, it, I, it's, it's hard to watch this because I like Morgana so much as a character, and like. If you know anything about Arthurian legend, like you're probably like well on the way to understanding Morgana as a character, and like they don't really do a lot that's different here with her uh, from that. Uh, but it's really excruciating seeing it happen in real time, and like again, like the best villains always have great motivations, and the, the best villains are usually sympathetic in some way. And I, I, you know, Morgana is, is both of those things based on everything that we're seeing, like the Camelot treater, and it's it's just. Man, it's just hard to watch because I like her so much. Yeah, um, it's a bummer. The next day, Arthur tells Merlin that he has to lie to him again. Uh, and Merlin's like, yeah, absolutely. I'm getting the hang of this lying thing. And then smash cut to just right into the stocks. Like, we don't yeah. even see him attempt to lie this time. <laughs> Very good goof. I like this a lot. Um, But yeah, this whole thing is Merlin is trying so hard to be a good friend here. Mm-hmm. Um, But God, yeah, those hard cuts, those hard cuts to him being pelted are really, really funny. Um. And then we we catch up with Arthur. He's with Sophia again, and she has continued her incantation that she was doing on him. Um, and her eyes glow red. And this time, it seems like the spell completes. He falls under her spell, or yeah, he falls under her spell, and then his eyes are glowing too. So now we know whatever's going on here, it's it's done. Uh, Merlin gets back to the lab to to wash his clothes off again, and this time instead of just absolutely roasting him, Gaius says, uh, "By the way, I think Morgana might be a seer." 
someone who can who can see the future. She's been having these crazy dreams. And, and Merlin's like, it's not crazy. It sounds like exactly what's happening. Why would you say crazy dreams? And he's like, I'm sorry. It's just yeah. it's just a habit from when I'm talking to her. Like, I didn't mean to. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just so used to gaslighting her that I'm sorry. So, I'm sorry. I'm so used to just like just actually casually insulting her to her face that I just I do it with everybody now. My bad. Um, but he says also uh, when I had this confrontation with um, Alfred or whatever his name is, uh, his eyes flashed red. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, Sophia has got Arthur back to his room and she's starting the uh, the real brainwash po- process, which is like, hey, people are going to try to break us up. They're going to try to pull us apart. You can't do that. I want to be married. And then when Arthur looks up, his eyes are like full on red. Um, yeah. We see her. She smooches him. Mm-hmm. She hits him with the till death do us part. She keeps Ooh. saying that shit. That's ominous. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see her go to her father and she tells him that Arthur is ready and tomorrow he will do what they tell him to um super great what are they talking about well time to find out alfric goes to see the elders out in the woods he has gone to a little lake um and merlin of course snoops out after him they're out in the forest uh and then we see alfric at the water's edge and he calls for an audience with i don't know how we is it the seed the she i kept not knowing how to pronounce it he he calls for an audience with with his elders so and then I, we see a bunch of like fairies appear i am um mortified i have seen this word i've read i've read uh, this word thousands of times in my life like i've read all of the dresden novels like five times probably like the, uh, the seed or whatever are mentioned significantly throughout that series I have always said this in my head completely wrong, apparently, because I I had to go look it up because I could not understand what they were saying. And when I saw the word, I was like, oh, there's that word that I've read for most of my life because I like fantasy books. But the word is S-I-D-H-E, and they pronounce it like seed or something. And it's just, just bonkers to me. Like, it must be one of those, like, the crazy Welsh things. It's like, I'm just going to blame it's, the uh, Welsh. Yeah, it's it's Gaelic. It's Irish. Sure. Yeah, um, that's, that's basically... The- uh, most most Welsh people would agree that they're basically. I think it's pronounced she, like S H E, she. She, okay. Um, yeah, the so, she. Yeah, great. So I've been mispronouncing that my entire time. But yes, I mean the it's, she. It's hard. Fantasy words or words used in fantasy, it's hard. It's hard to get right. The uh, the um, she yeah, so, are tiny little blue fairies. They're moving around super fast. You can't see them. Merlin has to use magic to like slow things down so that he can actually. This get dude's it. got like a time stop skill, and he's not using it constantly. Can you imagine, dude? <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and we were both complaining because we had some busy weeks. And I was like, dude, like what I would give just to be able to like pause a day for an hour and not have any actual time pass. And he says, yeah, I could not be trusted with that. He goes, I would be eighty-seven years old, and like three hours would pass. I would live constantly yeah. in the time stop yeah. universe and still age normally like i'd it would be bad chris i would be so so yeah. bad autumn would be like how did you maybe, age for maybe four merlin years? is worried about that maybe merlin's actually about six months older than he's supposed to be because maybe, of that so he's learning so um but yeah these these she are, are really i think they're were done really well like they're wearing cool clothes uh this old dude is like real gross and kind of menacing looking he's all blue uh this is just really great i love it they should look awful and they don't um but anyway alfrick is talking to the fairies uh, and he, what he's looking for is he seeks a chance to win passage back to Avalon to reclaim his immortal life. Um, and he is told that he was, he was punished with a mortal life for killing another of their kind. So he killed another she, uh, and his punishment for that was to be ex, uh, uh, expelled from uh, Avalon and, and to force to live as a mortal in a mortal's body. 
Um, but all for care with there's this weird twist in this episode where there's like maybe he's not like evil, but he just wants his daughter to to allow be allowed to come back. Uh, she's not guilty. She never did anything wrong. Um, and he says he will offer up the soul of a prince for her, for her sake. Um, and the elders here, they say that will, that will be acceptable. They, they agree to those terms. If they give them the soul of a prince, then his daughter can come back. I, uh, I can't, I'm, I can't roll with you on not evil considering he's planning on just sacrificing. A random I mean, prince. Yeah, he's definitely evil. I just, they just try to give him like. I, I do uh, an I, emotional center. I do, I do like that he's not comically evil. That like we he actually has yeah. a reason for the stuff that he's doing, and um, it's it's hilarious to me that like you murdered a she, so you, you can't get back in. He's like, well, why did my daughter get kicked out? And they're like, I don't know, man. I I'm not I'm not legal. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> talk to HR. <laughs> Take on yeah, talk, talk to, to HR. That's not that's not my <laughs> deal. That's not my deal. I'm I, I, you're at the gate, dude. I, this yeah, is this I'm is do, gate dude, stuff. I'm doing lake councils. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing HR stuff. That's totally that's, that's a totally different point. That's a totally different spell. Totally different staff. You've got the wrong staff with you. I don't even know yeah. why did you even bring this one. Like it's not. You don't need the staff. Like it's so stupid. That's so. That's 20 years ago. She stuff, man. Where have you been? He's like, I've been. A, I've yeah. been exiled. I don't know the new yeah. stuff. Get real. Get real. Um, Merlin, who has been sneaking around watching all of this, runs back to the lab. Reports to Gaius. Uh, Gaius is stuck like for a minute like his brain just freezes up at lake of avalon and he's like oh my god the lake of avalon that's only going to show up once in a mortal's life da, 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 da. And, and merlin is like yo what are we going to do about arthur <laughs> like, yeah. that's the problem oh, yeah, yeah that's right that's right my bad my, <laughs> my bad. bad my bad my bad um and now he knows now gaius has figured out that sophia and alfuric are uh she so we yeah. zip um, over to the throne room Bummer, bummer for everybody involved because Arthur is asking Uther to let himself, Arthur, <laughs> marry Sophia. He says, hey, me and this broad are in love. And Uther's like, let me stop you right there. It's called her a broad. Clearly, you <laughs> Clearly. can't be that serious about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he's like, Sorry, my misogyny is so deeply ingrained that I... Um, anyway, no. Uh, Uther literally laughs at him because he thinks this is a joke. Yes. Um, he's like, because you've, you've only known each other for two days. This is, this is fucking ridiculous. Um... And, and Arthur starts getting all defiant. And he says, you know, they're going to do this no matter what Uther says. Uh, and he tries to leave. And in response, this Uther my, decides he's going to flex his power a little bit. favorite part of this um, episode, dude. I love this so he, much. He tells the guards to seize Sophia and her father and to execute them. Let's yeah. just fucking kill him. I'm just going to fucking Arthur kill him. Unless Arthur shows him some, some respect. Yeah. Uh, that is so good, dude. That is so fucking hilarious. Like, Uther is just like, I mean, you're not going to be able to marry her if she's dead. And she's just some yeah. rando. She doesn't even have a home. Like She's <laughs> just, to quote you, some broad. Some broad <laughs> is what you called her. Like, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't think that was appropriate, but I'm going to use the term now that you did, you know? <laughs> If you think that kind of language is appropriate around here, then sure. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Sure. Fine. Um, this works, and Arthur backs down. Um, and then in a scene afterwards, Morgana and Uther are walking down the hallway, and she is trying to convince Uther that this is uh, much, much more dangerous than he, uh, he, that he thinks it is. And Uther, again, just dismissing Morgana's thoughts and opinions out of hand. And it's like, you know, he's just mm -hmm. in love. It'll go away. He has to get his heart broken once, but like he's got serious duties, so I'm not going to let him. And she's like, no, no, I think that there's something really, I think she's dangerous. And he's like, well, why would you think that? And she comes close to tell him about his her dreams, but then she remembers, no, Uther is a lunatic about magic. I can't yeah, say. This, I can't this say guy any of this. This guy is fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. And I should know because according to guys, so am I. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's what guys tells me all of the time. That's what's on the. That's what he's. 
<laughs> you never think she gets those sleeping like draughts from Gaius and it's just prescribed to that crazy broad and she's like that, yeah. this feels inappropriate Dude, like, enough with this term what is going on <laughs> what is happening in this castle? what is wrong with the men in this kingdom I don't like it um but she stops herself. She can't tell him. She doesn't. She's not able to. So she just says, "Like I've just seen girls like her, and I know what they do." And he's like, "Don't worry about it. It's all good." So, I mean, obviously, this is this is parallel to to, to Merlin's whole situation. But the thing with Merlin, he has the disguise of his lower station. Hmm. So he he's that gives him a, a more freedom in some ways, right? So he can he can snoop around and, and run off into the woods and and do a little quick magic spell because people aren't paying attention to him as much. But Morgana is a key figure in in court and and all these people are concerned with her have their eyes on her so it's even you know of course she's directly in the shadow of uther so her her plight with all of this is a little bit heavier um than than merlin's because merlin has all you know he does struggle because there's so much so many times where he feels like he can do something but is restricted because of stupid laws it's he'd be able to save somebody's life but he can't do it because of blah 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 um you know morgana doesn't quite have that but at the same time she also is totally unable to do anything when her power seems to be able to help something yep um so it's you know that same frustration without any sort of outlet merlin at least gets his outlet sometimes mm-hmm. and merlin like you know he has a secret dragon he has a guy he has a, a mentor Dude, in the form of he's, this guy's got a secret dragon <laughs> and morgana's just got secrets and Morgana's just got her own secrets to take care of by herself she's got her zine which isn't doing as well as it was last year <laughs> And Publication just, you know, numbers are way down on Morgana Z. She like, doesn't know if the people have lost interest or if really if she has. God, you know? maybe maybe it's, it was the change to a color printing. Maybe the black and white was really what was selling it. But I, you know, I, I really thought the fancy colors would go well. But that's man. I mean, the numbers are down, Gwen. Numbers are down. She's been getting into a lot more just like instrumental stuff, yeah. and she can't put. There's no lyrics, there's no lyrics. poetry yeah. to that. So um, uh, only so many times to translate you can, to a zine. Only so many times you can write "boom tisk" on a page before you realize boom you're not. Tisk, <laughs> boom tisk, boom uh, tisk. In quotations, somberly, um, <laughs> or in parentheses, somberly, boom tisk, boom tisk. <laughs> Forlornly, boom tisk. <clears throat> Merlin uh, goes to meet with Arthur, uh, who is now firmly in the grasp of Sophia, who orders. Merlin to leave. Uh, Merlin tries to push it. Uh, Sophia arrives to accuse Merlin of trying to separate them. Uh, this is Arthur starting to be kind of mean. Merlin's like, I'm your friend. He's like, you're my servant. Uh, and when Alfuric, am I saying that right? That's not Alfric. Alfric. Alfric comes in. Uh, Merlin like tries to lay this out. It's like, I saw this dude plotting to kill you like you should believe me and arthur is this guy just was like, straight up talking to blue fairies yeah and arthur is just like at first he's like super out of it like he's just kind of like in a haze and then when he comes out of that he is mad as hell yeah. um and when he gets super mad merlin like tries to run away but uh Alfric, like raises up a staff and just blasts him into the wall yeah this guy loves to blast. He he keeps that thing on him. That's oh, yeah. just keeps that thing strapped, Chris, as, as they yeah, say. He's strapped. You know, that is what it is. I've never um, gotten staff blasted into a wall before, but I would not want to be staff blasted into a wall. No, I mean it seemingly was hard enough that they that they are willing to leave him there without checking for a pulse. Because <laughs> um, I think if you if you are are as loose with that trigger finger as Alfric is, that maybe you give him one more blast and you seal the deal, but he doesn't. And this guy's a grade A snooper. 
you know, you, you don't want snoopers. You don't want snitches. We can't leave those guys hanging around. But they leave Merlin there. No worries. I'm just saying um, uh, when I when I staff blast somebody, uh, I, I staff blast them in the chest. And then I do two staff blasts in the back of the head. Execution yeah, style. You know what I'm right. saying? Just that's right. you don't want yeah. them to get back up behind you, Chris. That's that's what Call of Duty has taught me. That's what that's, that's where I learned that's, that. Yeah, that's what Peaky Blinders has taught me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, we get Morgana, um, yeah, Morgana, uh, and, and, mm-hmm. and sorcelled in a curtain, and she's looking out the window. Uh, I don't even know if "ensorcelled" is 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 a a word or b an appropriate word for this. Um, but she's she's all in it. She's all she's all in that curtain, um, and and she's looking out and she's seeing them all run off. Um, and so she runs to guys to to tell him, um, "Hey, like, I want you to believe me. I don't care if you do, but but." Um, but this is what this this is happening, and we need to save Arthur. Yeah, and but then Uther, Uther. And then excuse me, uh, Gaius is like, we can't go to Uther. That's a bad play. You trust me, right? And she's like, I I guess, but like, I mean, I really need you to change the label on the bottle. Like right now, it says crazy broad syndrome, and I don't think that that's appropriate. Like I'm just I'm just not sleeping well. And he's like, fine, I'll change the label. You stay here. I'm gonna go find somebody to take care of this. Uh, he goes. Finds Merlin. Merlin wakes up. He's kind of dizzy, but he he's changes like, the label so it just says "crazy woman wow. syndrome." Wow! <laughs> Thanks, Gaius the misogynist. Happy. Um, poor Morgana. <laughs> Y'all are gonna hear me like <laughs> my heart is going to break for Morgana every time we see her in this in this show, man. It's gonna be a long and lengthy process, and I am. Uh. Anyway, um, Gaius runs to find Merlin. Wakes him up. Merlin's kind of dizzy, but it's like. No sweat, bruv. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go after him. Uh, Merlin says a lot of a lot of bruvs in this. I don't know if you caught that, Chris. Uh, he's he's big on bruvs. He's got a lot of bruv in him. Uh, we hit the lake. Uh, Sophia finds out that uh, Dad has been lying to her, and only her, she can go to live an immortal life in the with all of the cool fairies underneath the water of Avalon. Um, and she's like, "No, that wasn't the plan." And he's like. Well, I mean, you could. I mean, just go. It's okay. It's always been the plan. And she's like, "All right, bye." <laughs> bye. All right. Well, if you say so, bye. It's. I, I take. I, I'm, I'm. This is a genuinely emotional moment. Like she's. She's in yeah. tears. It. It really. It gives these characters who are, you know, not human, some sort of emotional bond outside of the things that we've seen. And I really, really appreciate. They didn't have to. They didn't have to do this. And and both yeah. times that I watched this episode, I was surprised that they did it. Absolutely, like her actual like bringing up actual tears uh, is is really good because she's upset about her dad, um, mm-hmm. not upset enough to stay. Anyway, anyway, time to sacrifice Arthur. <laughs> anyway, time to kill Arthur. Um, and so he starts casting the spell. She takes Arthur to the lake. Uh, Merlin is taking the long way around. He gets lost once. <laughs> yeah. At one time, he literally like stops and looks behind himself as if to think. Should I go back that way? And then looks toward. He's like a little shake of the head. Is like no, 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 no. I'm just gonna keep going this yeah. way. This seems yeah. away from the castle towards the lake. Away from the castle towards the lake. Like he's having to oh. remind himself. <laughs> he's trying. He's about to climb a tree so he can get a look around. Like, <laughs> like, I don't need to all, do that. It's all mixed up. The lake is just um, over there. It's fine. I can find it anytime I want to. <laughs> but we see Sophia take Arthur into the water, mm-hmm. uh, pushes him underground, and then we are basically what we're underground underwater. And and then what we're seeing is essentially it's Morgana's dream from from the opening of the episode, um, and and just as things are looking dire, Merlin finally gets there, um, and he uses magic to pull Sophia's staff to him, mm-hmm. um, and then he and then he just straight up blasts them, dude. He blasts them both. He blasts them, and the last time we saw, we've seen Merlin kill two people. 
Uh, and I'm going to count these as people since they cried. Um, yeah, yeah. So this is a total one of them of was like four people. Uh, yeah, one of them was off camera. Like all we saw was him toss an axe, and then we, the guy was dead. We didn't see it. Second one, a little bit more vicious. Like a tree fell on him, and then he didn't get back up again. And this one, they go all out. They literally they disintegrate into like flaming pieces of paper. Like it's like that. He lights him the fuck up. He disintegrates these two beings that we just saw crying over their family bond. Yeah, um, bummer. Four. We're, we got four marks on the board, Chris yeah. for Merlin. Yep. Yep. Um. Hey man, he keeps that thing on him. That's <laughs> and ironically, it is what it uh, is. he does keep this thing on him. He keeps the staff. <laughs> like he, we're going to see the staff again, and I, which I feel like is a very funny thing. Yeah. I'm going to kill you. Uh, I'm going to kill your family, and I'm going to take your magic staff. <laughs> and then I'm going to take your magic staff. Then he rushes into the water to to find Arthur. Finally, you know he's swimming around for a while. There's that moment of tension where you don't know what's going to happen. Of course, you know what's going to happen. He's able to save. Arthur and the triumphant like Merlin main theme music plays as he grips Arthur tight in his arms and pats his, his breast uh, and and all as well as that ends well he he was he managed to save him did you uh did your brain immediately go saving people hunting things as he yeah, starts he yeah, pulls a, Arthur a, out of the water like it's the scene is so it's it's very very similar of between between the one and supernatural that huge my brain, vibes there and no yeah. wonder Arthur sank he's wearing full armor dude Arthur he's is chainmail he's got a breastplate on it's a whole thing I mean Arthur is a pretty like small man like he's you know not I mean not like I'm just saying like he's he's what what's the word I'm like. He's, debut- he's, a, he's, he's a slim dude. He's, he's, slim. he's diminutive. He's very tiny. He's can, he can fit into my little pocket. And microscopic. I he's microscopic. Arthur's a microscopic little speck that I keep in my pocket at all times. Um, no, I mean, he's, yeah. you know, he probably weighs like 165 and then he's got, got like 50 pounds of armor on him. Like imagine bringing up a soaking wet 200 pound and, and Merlin should have just used magic like he just he yeah. just he just wizarded a, a staff over to himself like wizard arthur right out of the fucking water dog i don't know for real anyway it's a great scene uh we go back to the castle where uh arthur has been resting he wakes up he's confused and they tell him a story that uh he was so out of it that he tried to elope with sophia uh merlin had to chase him down and hit him with a piece of wood and the only thing that arthur doesn't believe is that Merlin was able to overpower him in some sort. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is very funny. It's extremely funny. Um, so they meet back up with Uther uh, to explain everything. They all have to lie. Merlin takes the blame. Uh, there's a funny moment Dude. where... <laughs> Are Uther going, have you some kind of mental affliction? He can't fucking believe that Merlin is even speaking to him again. Well, and going going back to our point from the very beginning of the episode where Merlin answers this with probably... <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. He answers in the affirmative and yeah. smiles and laughs like he made the funniest joke. He's just on his bit game again. Hilarious. Right back into the stocks, getting nope. pelted by veg. Absolutely. And then um, later that evening, uh, Morgana comes to the lab. She gets more drugs. She uh, tells Gaius that Arthur told her everything, uh, but not actually everything, just the lies. Uh, and Merlin realizes like, oh, if she's is she like me, uh, can she use magic? And Arthur sides, excuse me, uh, Gaia sidesteps the question, says, no one is like you, Merlin. And she, and he asked, but she has the gift, right? And, and Gaius mm. just does not answer that. And this breaks my heart even more because again, like just reach out to the girl. And I know it's a story and all this other stuff, but I just, I'm just mm-hmm. like, mm, you could be friends. Everybody could be a team. This could be Merlin and Morgana could, could really be <sighs> Dude, allies. Name a more other. name, a, a name, a better duo. I dare you. Um, there's lots, but 
no, that doesn't happen. They don't become friends. Instead, we're going to keep Morgana in the dark. And the episode ends with her waking a, suddenly from another nightmare, from another presumably a premonition. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's where we leave off. We don't know what it was. We don't know what's going to happen. But this hasn't stopped. The problem has not gone away. Yep. Uh, what a great episode. I think this is this was yeah. a lot of fun. Um, I like this one a lot. Uh, very fun magic. Very fun blue guys. Uh, very fun. Just about everything. Like lots of lots of goofy humor. Lots of lots of cuts. The only thing I don't like about it is the constant like uh, Morgana stuff. Uh, but I, I can't even say that I don't like it because I I just I just it's not that it's bad. It's just that it's too good at it's making. Just, it's just that I don't like it. Right. Yeah. It's like it sucks that they're doing this the story is going to handle it. Yeah. You know what I, I just mean? Want if everybody... they never handled it, if they ignored it and they were just like, no, nah, you know, it's fine. You can just keep treating her like shit. <laughs> There's that moment. Uh, this won't uh, have any consequences. When we, we watched game of Thrones recently, um, we got to the point where all of the Stark kids, and this is the first episode, everybody, but all of the Stark kids like find their little dire wolves or whatever. Um, and then they're like, well, what about John? And then there's like the little runty one for John or, and, and Autumn, I think I had to pause it for something. And she looked at me, she goes, I think we should just stop it right there. I think everything is good right now. This is a good point to finish the series. And I kind of feel the same way. Like we don't need to go anywhere further than that. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, this is this was this was a lot of fun. Uh, our next episode preview is uh, what seems like everybody trying to save uh, a small boy from being murdered by Uther. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> can't wait to watch that one. Can't wait for that one. Um, but no, I'm I really like this episode a lot. Uh, plot wise, you know, the weird creatures, uh, even the gags with Merlin being in the stocks constantly. I loved all that stuff. Um, I like that we're dealing with Morgana's shit a little bit and of course merlin is still the hero but it's still it's adding in wrinkles for these other characters except for gwen gwen hasn't gotten a lot of time and well i guess she's got some stuff with lancelot but that was lancelot episode wait gwen needs some more action she hasn't gotten a lot recently but otherwise i like that we've been able to explore some other facets of some other characters um and uh yeah we'll see we'll see where this goes we'll see what happens next time i'm into it uh thank you everybody for listening uh like we said at the beginning, uh, this is a listener-supported podcast, so if you want to support us directly, go to patreon.com slash monster of the week to do that. Uh, you can also rate and review us on various podcast services. I think we're on everything now, so if, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts and you hate Apple Podcasts and you're like, why aren't you on CastBox? Just send, us, send me an email or something and I'll try to fix that. Um, but we are on CastBox, just so you know. I looked at it the other day. Uh <laughs> We also have uh, content going up on our YouTube page. So go to monster, excuse me, youtube.com slash monster of the week podcast to go check out some uh, video game LPs. If you can't get enough of me and Chris talking about video games and the outtakes, guess what, everybody? We're, we're playing them live, not live. We're, we're recording ourselves playing them. Uh, is that it? I think that's it. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with more wizards. Bye. Hello. Okay. Both, both Discord and my computer needed to be updated. Oh, well, okay. So hopefully that solved the issue. We'll be okay. okay. Can you still we'll hear me? I can hear you just great. All right. Coming through Jeez perfectly. Louise. Can I ask you a question? What's up? We've been uh, working from home for a while now since mm-hmm. COVID, right? Like you and I have both put in a lot of hours working from home. No uh, doubt. Have you ever worked naked?
No, I've worked from the bathroom. Okay. So not is, fully clothed, you know, but not not fully clothed. And I've like and I've worked like like I'll wake up in the morning and like not get out of bed and and work. Are we talking a about a, a mellow yellow bathroom or a brown and flush it down bathroom situation? We're talking like I gotta go, but I can't take a break right now. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I had a weird situation the other day where, but, but um, to answer your question, no, I have not been fully nude. I don't think while working. <laughs> and it, it, neither have I until recently when <laughs> I <laughs> was I was running a little bit late that day. Uh, I woke up and I did my normal like morning chores. Uh, and then I worked out, um, and then I like sat down after working out and I was like, Ooh, I need to catch my breath before I take a shower. And then I fell into like a 30 minute TikTok hole, which mm-hmm. bad mm-hmm. news all, all around. Nobody needs that in their lives. Uh, but what it meant is when I finally did get up and go take a shower, I, I got undressed and, uh, had the shower on while I was warming up phone rings. I looked down and it's the mayor mm-hmm. of a town. We're trying to sell a thing. Oh. And I'm like, I'm mayor's think, on the horn. You know, mayor's on the horn. Yeah, with the red. I get the red phone call. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know this dude. I know him real well. He's a younger mayor. He's a real cool dude. We're, he's laid back, and I'm like, there's nothing this dude that can can ask me that. No, takes he, hold on, he's a younger dude, a younger cool dude, dude, cool dude, laid back, chill. a mayor dude, mayor guy, and uh, he's on the horn, and he's on the horn. He's on the red phone. <laughs> uh, He's, he's calling Commissioner Gordon. Um, okay, all right. So I'm naked, and I have to make a decision at this moment. No socks. No, no not a stitch of clothing on my not body. Not a stitch, okay. <laughs> not a single. I am fully nude, and the only reason I hadn't gotten the shower yet is because it was still just a little bit cold. I was getting, I was, I was, I was a little bit of a, a pampered boy that morning. I yeah. didn't want to jump into yeah. a lukewarm shower. I was waiting until it was yeah. fully hot. Uh, look down, Mayor. Important phone call could be, you know, could be could be the difference between a sale and a not sale. We pride yeah. ourselves on service. We're doing the thing. Um, so, <laughs> but then I have to make the other decision if I'm going to answer it. I can't answer it in the bathroom, right? Because it echoes. It echoes. It always Anybody, echoes. You can always tell when somebody's in the bathroom, right? Like immediately, yeah. you could tell. Immediately, it just yeah. always asks me, "Are you in the bathroom?" A lot. My my kitchen sounds the same as the bathroom, but every uh-huh. once in a while, I have to go. Yeah, I am. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, why'd you answer the phone? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not I, uh, doing anything. <laughs> so Autumn was home. <laughs> so she's in our office. She's she's uh-huh. she's doing her work from home stuff. She has both the dogs in there. Um, so I just like, okay, I'm going to do it. I grab the phone, I open the bathroom door and I walk into my kitchen and I <laughs> completely nude. And I didn't thinking, have a like, chance to snag a towel. No, I didn't even think Mayor's about on the horn. You don't have Mayor's on the towel. horn. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't need the towel. Cause this is only going to take two minutes. I've never been on right. the phone longer than this, longer than five minutes with this dude. It's going to go easy. This mayor has so many questions. <laughs> I mean, you, so you many answer the call. You answer detail. the call. And realize we you realize. About, oh, this is this is FaceTime. FaceTime to me. <laughs> oh God, no. Uh, we talked about technology. We talked about finances. We talked about a meeting that I had with some of his city council members and his public works director. We talked. We had this extended conversation. And you were you were naked, and at no point you thought, "Let me scurry back to the let me grab a towel, let me grab some clothes." So, what, so so okay. So you were locked walk, in. Walk me through the situation though, because I can't go into the bathroom. I left the shower on. Oh. <laughs> and 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 even if I had left the shower on, 
I, it would have still been the echo. Like I would have been, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He would have known, he would have thought I was going number two during this phone call. Could you done it? Could you done a cheeky, a cheeky little mute? God, dude, it was, it's hard. He's a, he's, he's a, he's you don't, a, you, you don't, a, you don't, you don't press mute when you're talking to the mayor. It's, it's hard to do a mute when they, I've never been on the phone with the mayor before. So. We, we've got, we've got a good back, we got a good rapport going. It'd be like me right, pressing right, mute right. on the phone with you, right? Like right now we're going back and forth. Like I couldn't, I can't mute that, that quickly to, to make yeah. sure that I, he can. So I'm naked. It's yeah. going on for a while. I'm just standing in my kitchen. I don't want to touch anything. Like I don't sure. want to lean on the counter. I don't want to sit down for obvious you're not, reasons. You're not right? even clean naked. You're you're like I'm, I'm naked. sweaty naked. Yeah, like I've yeah. just worked out. Like I'm 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 a disgusting boy just standing naked in my kitchen, and I'm just waiting for like I don't know Mark to knock on the door and need a cup of yep. sugar, yep. or uh, Autumn to be like I'm gonna go get a piece of gum, mm-hmm. something. And Chris, I looked at the time after I finished with the young and the hip mayor, and it was like 14 minutes and 30 seconds oh my god oh my and, god and like the whole time the shower is running i can't stop that i just assumed it'd be a like disaster. a couple of minutes I, i'm in I, and nobody came it was just me so then i just i was and I, again you're on facetime so you have to keep it a quarter inch from your face so he doesn't get suspicious you know, he got he got a lot of nostril in that facetime video you know i i don't <laughs> know if you're like me straight up you know you, you really liked a lot of westerns growing up i i loved you know the clint eastwood stuff mm-hmm. all that sh- all the shoot from the hip cowboy stuff I just thought that was so cool. So I answer FaceTime from the hip. I answer the phone from the hip. So if I was in your position, answering from the hip, because that's the cowboy way to answer a phone, you don't bring it to your ear but, and then press enter or look at, no, it's answer from the hip. You mm-hmm. you would you, you know, he would have, young mayor would have gotten a, a, a thing or two shown to him that day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and you know, guys being guys. I didn't want to intimidate him, intimidate him out of a sale. Sure. You know what I'm saying? If he sees, right, if he right. sees my naked form and he's like, "Whoa, that guy Whoa. is too handsome to do business with. Yeah. He is too much." He's he gets <laughs> off the phone after and he turns to his secretary and he's like, "Debbie," she's like, "What's wrong, Mayor?" And he's like, "Jeremy just showed me his balls." Yeah, he just, it just, he was just fully. He just, I saw all of his dick and balls right there, and. And Debbie, who knows me very well, I've spent a lot of time with Debbie. Debbie's not her real name, obviously, but I've spent a lot of time with Debbie. Would be like, wow, he has never done that to me. And he's like, I, you know, I'm a new mayor, so maybe I thought it was just something that he did to everybody. Like, is do you this think, something I said? Do you think that I have a shot? And Debbie's like, no, 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 no. Have you seen Autumn? Absolutely not. You don't have a shot. <laughs> That's just ball play between boys. Don't worry about that. <sighs> so no naked, that, that no, is, no, no naked work. That's a dilemma. That's a dilemma. It is a dilemma. Like, I'm sorry for all the info I gave you about working from the bathroom because it doesn't seem like it really. I could have just said no. I've never worked naked and got and we could have gotten on with it. Instead, now everybody has to know about me working from the bathroom. That one supernatural fan that you work with, um, it's because I know she's a listener. She's going to be real excited to know that a conference call could be be performed on the mm-hmm. on the porcelain throne. I you know I'm I never had to do Zoom working from home. Uh huh. Um. Thankfully. Thank God, right? Yeah, because I like I got too many fucking anime figures. What am I gonna do? <laughs> like <laughs> I gotta stand in a closet where there's nothing to be seen behind me. You're either like, gonna be no found matter out where as you an... look. There's there's manga or books or a fucking sword on the wall or anime fi- like it's just something everywhere. It's a nightmare. Either um, either you're gonna look like an anime fan or you're gonna look like your Mrs. Um, oh, who's the guy from like The Great Gatsby, the the old chick with the with the cake? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Like yeah, you're, yeah. if you try to cover it up, all the anime figures with blankets, you're just gonna be looking like you're an old spinster woman with a dried right. out cake in front of you. Um, 
but I, I, so th- yeah, thankfully they didn't have to do that. We would get on conference calls and for a while I would definitely try to talk on these calls like I'm doing a podcast because that's my only real instinct is to sure. like, oh, we got to fill the silence. We got to go back and forth. So somebody would say something and I'd spit something back. I'd be like, okay, you weren't really looking for a response on that. You were pausing, looking at your notes and then getting ready to continue. Okay, that's my bad. I'll take that. I'll learn from it. It will take me two and a half years to learn from it, but I will eventually. Um, but there was eventually a call and I knew it would happen someday um, where the meeting starts and then I, you know, with my sensitive stomach, something turns oh. and I'm like, shit. Yeah. I, I don't think this one can wait. This one, <laughs> this is an emergency situation. I, so there were definitely, there was definitely more than one scenario where this happened. Um, thankfully, you know, we not, not as far as two years of work, maybe two or three times where I had to go to the bathroom during it. Most of the time I, I would hold it, but sometimes it's like, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, one of the times it was fine. No big deal. Nobody noticed. Got it in and out. Stayed on the call. No sweat. Another time, I'm in there <laughs> doing my thing, and then I just hear my fucking name. <laughs> oh no! And I didn't know what to do because it was like I need oh, a second. Oh no! I need oh, a no. second. Um, because you, it, it's it's an echoey place. It's an echoey room. The bathroom. It's sometimes oh, yeah. things that go out. Sometimes sounds can can travel. What I ended up doing, I think was pulling a move that I had done by accident a few times already where somebody says something and then I start to respond, realize, oh, I haven't unmuted myself. Ah. And then and then I have to unmute myself and go, oh, I'm sorry, I had myself muted, I was just saying. So I had to pull one of those moves. That's where a, that's, I that's buy, I'm scrambling, I'm buying time. I'm like, okay, let me just step away. Let me, I'm okay, I'm all right, I'm a second. And then I hear Chris. And then I go, oh, sorry. <laughs> I forgot to <laughs> unmute myself. Forgot Fucking to unmute. bullet dodged. <laughs> um, <laughs> thankfully i don't have to deal with that anymore well thankfully because i go into the office for the meetings now but um yeah i hope nobody i work with works or listens to the podcast that's okay (laughs) people understand i think um part of uh working from home fun i think is uh autumn is on a lot more video conferences than i am luckily all my stuff is 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 phone only for the most part um mostly because none of my customers understand video conferencing yeah yeah yeah. but uh she's on video conferencing a lot and uh it's funny like i'll be in the living room and she'll walk in and she's wearing pajama pants with a very nice spell house just a really and her like her makeup and her hair is on point but full-on pajama pants from the waist out and i'm like you go girl you deserve this you deserve to be comfy on those calls i agree with this when i when we first started working from home our manager set us up for uh, a, th- a a seminar about like how to use Zoom, and that's the only time that we had to actually join a Zoom call. And so it's me and Steve are texting each other because you know this is this whole work from home thing is brand new to us. It's all a novelty, and we get sent into this meeting that's from an outside company. It's not like an internal thing. And this guy is explaining to us he works from home full time, and he's explaining how it works and the things you need to do and blah blah blah. Um, and then he reveals at one point that he's wearing slippers and has a blanket on his. Oh, look at that. But then, and, and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh, that's, yeah, he's just like a comfy guy. Comfy and dude. And then he like starts backpedaling so fucking hard. Uh-oh. Like he got so nervous that he just said that, like he was going to get fired. He's like, I mean, um, well, it's just because uh, a draft came in and, and the blanket was already on the chair. And, and so I just threw it out of my, I don't normally work like this. And I was like, holy shit, is this dude like not allowed to wear fucking slippers when working from home? Is that go against the company line? Like, what is going on? You watched a man like really, really quickly try to dig himself out of a hole that he put himself in. Doesn't seem like a hole that you should have to dig yourself out of. I'm wearing slippers right now. It's a it's pretty 
awful seeing all of these uh, like articles on the internet about uh, how quote unquote millennials or Gen Z or you know whatever they just want to work from home and stay sit in their pajamas all day and I'm I just want to like reach out and strangle these people and be like of course everybody wants to yeah. be in pajamas all day like literally you the writer wants to be in pajamas all day mm-hmm. you just work for a publication that's making you write this article yeah. and you're probably writing it in your pajamas like if I had to guess you didn't dress up in a suit and tie to write a shitty article about people that you don't understand like right. you, you probably have fucking shorts and a fucking tank top on like let's be real i don't like i really don't get why people are so like anti-comfort if i could go to work in my pajamas and ensure that everybody else was wearing their pajamas but were also clean and hygienic i think that would be a dope time for everybody it's it all comes down to well i had to do it yes that's so it that's a hundred percent that's it that is that's the it. beginning and middle and end you yep. know yep. i had to so you should have to like mm-hmm. no yeah, that sucks that you had to. It sucks. So it and would I, suck if I had to too. We should we should come up with something. We here. should we should do something else. Let's. How about we forget about all your shit and let's focus on how I don't have to. Like let's focus on me for a little while. Are we supposed to make things better for the next generation when everything that we do is well? I didn't have that. So I you're you're it. ungrateful and you're shitty because you have a new thing. Because I didn't have that thing. I was like, yeah, they're supposed to. We, every generation is supposed to pave the way for the generation behind them. Have we forgotten that? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're supposed, supposed to, to make, make it easier. Better for we're supposed to make it easier. <laughs> where, did, where, where did we go wrong? That's how a society functions, right? <laughs> we strive forward. You want to help people. You want to lift up the weak. You got to keep strong in check so they don't kill everybody. You got to you just move forward. Just got to go but forward, these- Chris. But have like, you been? But, uh, well, when I went forward, I had to do it on foot, so you shouldn't be able to ride a bike. Uh, but like, I, what do but you I mean? Lo- love riding bikes, though. I just like it. They invented <laughs> bikes in the interim. Yeah, it's so good. It's so great. Bikes are yeah. cool. Uh, I just don't think anybody ever needs to go into an office ever again, and I think we should get rid of all of them. Yeah, I think that that's just um, a, that's, at a that's, meeting that's... yesterday. Someone someone asked and said, "Do you, are we going to plan to bring people back? Do we have any plans for that?" And the manager was my manager was like, "Nope, good. <laughs> nope, we're good." good. Uh, good. He, his his rule is just like I want to see everybody once a week if possible. Meaning like us, like uh, we're ma- we're not upper management. I guess we're management. Um, he just wants to see us once a week. Perfect. I'm like great, sweet, cool, sweet. Um, yeah, give me a laptop that works, please. <laughs> yeah, I just buy one six hundred fucking dollars. Whatever I spent on it. <laughs> please give me a shit. work laptop. Yeah. Uh, it's lightning fast. But it takes me 275 seconds to type in my 275 character fucking password. Jesus Christ. That stuff oh. annoys me to no end. My, um, they just my... keep implementing like more and more security checks. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this just makes it harder for me to sign on. <laughs> my password is so long now. I, I have written. It's the deck. My password is the Declaration of Independence, not the Ooh. words Declaration of Independence, but the entire, the entire, text the entire thing of yeah. the Declaration of Independence. And you got to remember all of it. My um my company uh, will just time you out if you haven't logged in for a long time. And when I started, uh, they did. I had an iPhone, and they didn't support iPhones for email. So I was just like, "Fuck it, I'll use my personal email." And Chris, let me tell you, big mistake. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. my work email and my my personal email are just forever intertwined, and I hate it. But um, at the time, that's the only way that I could do my job, so I did it. Um, so now what it means is I'd never check that email address. I'd never log into our company internet or anything. So the one or two times that I have to do it when I log in, it's like, oh, you're expired. And then I have to call the people and they get so shitty with me about it. Like they're, and they're Mm -hmm. just IT guys. I've been in their position before, but they're like, 
you know, what do you want your password to be? And I'm like, I don't know, man, just change it to something. I'm going to change it to something. I'm not going to tell you like my personal right. passwords. Just put it as like fucking Clitoris 2022. If you're going to yeah. make it, make it weird, I'll make it and even weirder. Like, okay. Can you spell that? What is that, sir? <laughs> can you, um, <laughs> do you have a picture of, um, the, the reason I did the voice that I just did, um, uh-huh. Wasn't because I believe that that's what people in Louisiana sound like. That's because there's an IT company that I have to call, mm-hmm. and they are in Kentucky. I think it's either Kentucky or Tennessee. I never remember. Same place. Um, but I always I'll call, and it's it's early in the morning usually, and I, I get a good morning, and it's very pleasant at first, and then I say, "Hey, I need to reset my password." Okay, so you're gonna need to give me a minute, and then it's just like <laughs> this dude. After, it's the same fucking guy every time, and he's so irritated every. Fu- he's like, you know, if you just set a reminder for yourself, then you wouldn't run into this issue anymore. You wouldn't have to call me in the morning. I'm like, dude, I know it's a fucking work thing. I use it like once every three months. Yeah, I don't need to the, set. I mind. use it at the same rate that the password expires. Yeah, <laughs> it's a thing that I think about a lot. Guess what, Donald? You're my reminder. <laughs> this yeah. is this is how this shit works. Yeah, Donald. <laughs> I hit you with the good morning, and now you're hitting me with this shit. I do like uh, there is a special charm to southern accents on um, IT support calls, though. Like, That's I feel- true. I called somebody about um, my insurance or something like that, and it was this lovely woman who who just it, it just she just made me feel good. She made me feel safe. How many uh, <laughs> how many how many babies did you get, or sweeties, or honeys? Did she? Did she I think drop a lot of those? people really don't like the baby sweeties, honeys. Let me tell you, fella, I I ain't one of those people who doesn't like that. <laughs> I eat it up. <laughs> Talk to me like I'm a child. It's the only way I feel safe and comfortable. I had a lady do it to me, and I, and I fully expect it because down here it's kind of just—I mean, it's just done. Like I'm not—I'm not stressed about it at all. Like it never really bothers me. But uh, it was a four-minute conversation to change an appointment date, and she <laughs> she hit me with the um, she hit me with the honey, she hit me with two babies, and she hit me with a sweetie. Like, yeah. and at that point, it's basically the end of every single sentence, and like. Hi, my name is Jeremy Greer. I'd like to do this, blah, blah, blah. Okay, sweetie, hold on a minute. Then we do our business. Goodbye. That's fine. But if you're doing it after every sentence, every kind, sentence, maybe that's a little too much. I think I it's don't a like, little, I don't like getting the sirs. Um, how can I help you, sir? Um, or how are you doing today, sir? I'm like, pump, pump the brakes. I'm more of a man than a sir. How you doing, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how's it going? How's it going, man? Not a, how, how are you doing, sir? I just don't know if I'm, I'm into all that. You know, uh, I'm no knight. You know what I mean? <laughs> I um I rode around with a customer today, and I uh, I don't know if I ever mentioned this on the podcast, uh, but I know I've told you before that this particular dude, uh, it's one of the very few people that I can talk video games with, and we discovered mm, the last mm. time we hung out with, uh, with, with that we were both playing Elden Ring, um so. <laughs> hey, did you guys think we weren't going to talk about Elden Ring for our podcast? Ooh. Nope. I'm, I'm, I'm back, baby. Um, so today we jump in the truck, uh, and we're talking about Elden Ring. And this dude is hitting me with the Mr. Jeremy over and over and over again. And otherwise we're really friendly. Like we're even, we're even dipping into some cuss words. Like we said, you know what I'm saying? Like we're, it's a very like relaxed, getting a little loopy. We're getting, we're getting just a little relaxed with each other. Everything's cool. We're talking about, you know, hard bosses and easy bosses. He's level 345. <laughs> what do you mean? He's level 345 <laughs> in Elden Ring. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, it's Chris. He's level 345. What? He showed he showed me a screenshot. He had a screenshot saved on his phone. What is he, he on Edgy plus 12? What is how did he, he, I beat the game twice on the same character and I got to like level 190. 
Yeah, I'm level 150, and I have more hours in the game than he does, which blew him away. Abso- absolutely blew him away. He just he was like, oh, yeah, Brother. I can do it. every sure spell in the play game. Count and then he's just left his PlayStation on for a month and a half. Oh, dude, he's uh, he's actually really bummed he doesn't have a PlayStation. He plays on Xbox because he really wants to get into the Souls games now, and he's like, I really want to play that Bloodborne. And he says, do you think it's going to come to Microsoft? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> I do not, not, I do not think. And that's, it's, it's not even going to come to fucking PS5, Chief. <laughs> that's exactly right, yeah. Uh, but this dude hit me with the Mr. Jeremy, and I was like, "Hey, dude, I, I, we, we gotta like, you can call me Jay, That's Sir Jeremy. You can call me, you can call me Jay Dog if you really need to, like, I, but just or Jeremy is fine, like, whatever. But just you gotta drop the Mister Man. I cannot. Doctor Jeremy. Doctor Jeremy is completely appropriate and fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Mademoiselle, I'll take that. I don't really. Mademoiselle mind. Jeremy. <laughs> it's always very pretty. I like French. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's. I I started a new game in Elden Ring. And I guess we're getting on in time, so I'll make it brief. But there's so much. Like I told you, I ran into an NPC. And it was a really cool encounter with a really cool set piece. Um, it was D. I ran into D. Yeah. Um, very, very early in the game. And I had never seen him out in the wild before. So finding that and realizing, well, one, a lot of the NPCs were broken when we first started. Yes. So there was stuff that we naturally just missed because of that. Um, but two, there's just so, so, so much that we haven't found yet. Um, and I this this particular area that he's in isn't very far in, um, but I didn't get to it until after I'd beaten the final boss. I just, like, for whatever reason, never went to the small area of the map and was like, oh, there's, like, three bosses over here I just missed. Um, but, yeah, coming here at a really early point in the game, I hadn't killed any of the major bosses yet, and I just see this fellow standing there. I was like, what the fuck? And it suddenly, I had already thought it was a cool area, but then finding him there and realizing there's a little bit of story going on here made it a thousand times cooler. Um, and then I just ran into somebody else last night, and I eventually Googled him, and I was like, Did, have I done anything with this person? Um, Who was and it's it? the type of thing, it was, uh, she's sitting there, and I can't remember her name, it's not Loretta, because that's a boss, but it's something like that. Uh, oh, it's and she's Latina. sitting with a wolf, like a, I think it's that's a dead wolf, and she's like got her arm around it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, and, and it was the type of thing, I have no memory of it, but I'm like, is this something I ran into in my first playthrough? But it was just in the midst of 10,000 other experiences that I was having for the first time surrounding it. Yeah. And then I didn't know what to do with her and I never saw it again and never thought about it. Or did I never go through this little dungeon and come out on the other side? Did I just never find her in my first game? I don't know. Um, but extremely cool. And it, it, I'm, I'm, kind of i backed off from it because i realized it was my only source of dopamine um <laughs> so you know I'm, but i'm you know i'm tiptoeing back into it and um i was poking uh, around trying some new things after i finished the game i was really bummed to find out that there was a an npc that he does nothing but boil seafood and sell you boiled seafood yeah. and if there's an npc in this game that like he, and he cusses a lot and he eats boiled seafood and i'm like are you I feel so seen and I feel so miserable that I completely missed mm-hmm. this dude in my first mm-hmm. playthrough. Um, I still haven't seen this fella. I've, I've heard tell of him, and, but uh, I haven't seen him for he's myself. He's great. He's great. Uh, he's very funny. He's, he's you know, he, he says the word shit in a From Software game, which I did not expect. Wow. 
Wow. At one at one point, he's surprised uh, because because I I don't need the items, right? I don't even really know what they do. But he was selling boiled crawfish, and I was like, "Well, I've got to buy the boiled crawfish." <laughs> and when I bought it, and, I, and there was an option to talk to him again afterwards, and he said, "Maricus tits, you're hungry for that seafood." <laughs> I was like, "What? Blackguard for shame!" Um, you can't yeah, say boobs. But I totally like there was a grace beside him. There was a he's sitting in a shack just in the middle Damn. of the fucking swamp. And I just completely either I missed him or he was not there when I started. Where, it, so. where, what area is he in? Lyronia, kind of uh, just like okay. if you go almost directly north of the first bonfire in the south, uh, south of the swamp or the gotcha. merchant is. If you just go directly, I was just north. there last night. I'm in that area now, so I'll, yeah. I'll check it out when we finish recording. So we better go talk about Merlin. <laughs> we better go talk about Merlin now, because um, I could keep talking about Elden Ring for a yeah. while. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> go on all night. My guy also thought my dude, my coworker also was like, cause he's been playing offline this entire time. Um, cause he was like, how many rune arcs do you have? And I'm like 150. And he's like, how? And I'm like, well, you get them when you co-op. And he's like, Oh, I haven't done any of that. He goes, but you know, I'm carrying around like 20 million runes right now. And I'm like, why? And he's like, I don't know, man. I just, I just, I just have them. He goes, I kind of want to do PVP cause I want to see if anybody can get them from me. And I'm like, well, that's not the way the <laughs> PVP works. He's like, it's not. He goes, no. I said, no. He goes, I was really hoping I could steal somebody's runes when they would come in my game. <laughs> <laughs> it's very uh, funny to me. I, I appreciate okay. the innocence. I do too. It's nice. <laughs>